Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fitbit Pod. My name is Ben Lomas and this couldn't be a better timing. We have had great news five minutes ago. We are free. It is exciting. Welcome, my dear friend, Dilra Chasinger. Hello, Ben Lomas. Yes, you, you gotta, you gotta, you can't, you gotta give uh, date stamps and context, Ben. You can't. That's just what say, you're here for, buddy. Free. That's what you're here for. So you run on emotions and I run on uh, practical, pragmatic knowledge. <laughs> Uh, basically, it's Wednesday, the 17th of February, and what Ben is referring to is the fact that we're all in Victoria, including our guest, who I will now bring into the conversation. Please welcome the hilarious, very good friend of ours, toured around the country with this man. Please welcome Matt Ellsbury. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we keeping, particularly we're... now that those of us with children have that extra bit of good news? Yes. So now, so, so give some context to what you were referring to, Ben. So um, so at the moment now, uh, Dan Andrews just gave the, pre- uh, the press conference uh, that we've uh, now today had zero cases, which therefore uh, means that tonight at midnight on Wednesday night, uh, the 17th of February, uh, the third lockdown will be lifted and we will go back to our uh, previous way of life, um, which is very very exciting. So, you know, uh, you know, last Friday for people in Melbourne, uh, snap lockdown for five days. No one believed it was going to be for five days. No one believed it for a second, but it's actually come to fruition. And the fact that kids get to go to school tomorrow, uh, that we get to go perform this weekend, it is a a big, big win uh, for Melbourne. And so there, hence, hence my energy levels are are thriving at the moment because it's great to hear good news. I will get Matt, Matt. I want to get your thoughts on that, but I just want to say, yeah, in terms of like the fact that it's five days is the that in, they said five days and they stuck to five days. I think is a good precedent for future. If Amazing. we have to go into this type of uh, emergency lockdown again, it'll just make it a lot it breathe easier. Because for me personally, when it was announced, I just uh, I don't use the word triggering. Uh, too loosely but it felt the closest best way to describe it is triggered i just felt triggered by remembering all the stuff that happened last year the promises that it was going to be this amount and then it went for longer uh all of that combined uh set me off and i'll get to where i was when it happened but matt how were you and uh when you found out about the snap lockdown on friday um we i shared very similar concerns particularly because uh i have very vivid memories of the whole homeschooling thing. And let me put it this way, <laughs> the, lo- the lockdown officially finishes at 11.59 tonight. So at midnight, my six-year-old will be outside his school with his school bag, <laughs> uh, waiting for it to open to let him in. Yeah, yeah. that's not his choice. <laughs> that's his dad's choice. <laughs> yep. No, uh, but when the lockdown's finished, so he, he can be ready to go. How many kids do you have, Matt Ellsbury? I have two. Uh, one of them uh, turns three tomorrow, but oh, the school-aged wow. one uh, entered grade one uh, a couple of weeks ago and uh, enjoys it more than being around the house. And the feeling of the rest of the residents is pretty much mutual. So, Because <laughs> um, for people who don't know, Matt, which I always, uh, always love this, is, uh, is you're, a, you're a dad with two children who lives in an apartment. Um, which is which is an amazing feat in itself. Very European. Uh, you you are giving me too much credit there because uh, I live in a flat, but uh, the boys uh, sleep most of the time uh, in the same house as their mother. Uh, so uh, okay. I, I I do keep them wrangled in the city. Uh, well, I, I I come out because their mother works during the week. I I wrangle them at their place. Uh, and then they spend every second weekend bouncing off the walls in the city flat. The uh, city flat, which is, look, again, um, and we'll probably touch on this if you want to, but um, currently, you know, with lockdown hitting uh, and you're, you're currently a single dad who is uh, sharing parenting uh, with, uh, with your ex-partner, um, when you did hear lockdown, did you, like, were, you, were you apprehensive or this time around were you like, oh, no, I've got this? Uh, I invested in a few bottles of good scotch. Uh, what's uh, what time... are, what are, what's good scotch? I want to live the. Re- <laughs> Me and Ben have been sober now for a while, so we want to relive the right. old days. So, what's a good scotch? A, cu- a couple of bottles of Highland Park. Uh, I have Oof. to say, when I made the purchase, I wasn't entirely decided whether it was going to be me or the kids doing the drinking. Um, <laughs> but 
there was there was trepidation, but we we did manage to get through last time, and I did uh, I learned from some mistakes in that. Uh, I managed to tackle these fights with a lot of patience in the last. I'm not even going to calculate uh. however many months because that will disturb me. Uh, so, yeah, trepidation, but an element of okay, we've been here, we can get through again. Particularly right. the fact that they they do seem to have stuck to the whole five day thing, which was mm. a pleasant relief. Yeah, the um, the fact the interesting thing about which I wanted to really start to dissect is. Um, in your lockdown, in your 2020, uh, you're one of the people that managed to uh, at least appear to get healthier in spite of all the, the potential increase <laughs> of bad habits and stuff like that. So let's just get stuck straight yeah. into that. Uh, what, what, what were you at? What changed? Where are you at now? Uh, is it coming back? Like uh, for me personally, I did lose weight, but I'm, uh, you know, since we're coming out of lockdown in November, there's been a couple of kilos that have been stacked back on. My running is a bit more sluggish. So, you know, because as the world restarts, or at least our world restarts, I've found uh, some challenges in maintaining that level of intensity around training and meal plans. So sure. what what was sure. your situation like before we went into 2020's madness? <laughs> uh, well, let me just uh, mention that you did a previous episode with uh, Evan Hocking, who was talking about not getting enough credit for being the lifelong fit guy, as opposed yes. to those of us who jumped on a little more recently. I'm very much the opposite. Uh, I laid the groundwork for improving my fitness by having my fitness so awful that the room for improvement was massive. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is why, and, and that's this is something I want to pass on to my sons, which is why they are both sitting on the couch in front of the telly with a cupcake each just to give them the same foundation. <laughs> that I yeah. The sins of the um, father just pass it so, down. That's brilliant. I don't want to rob them of my journey. I don't yes. want to rob them of my journey. Yes. Um, a quick, quick, quick but, pause on that. How old are you at this point, Matt? At this point, I am 49. You had your that. first at 43. That's right. All right. Okay. So continue. Uh, yeah. I don't advise that. No, yeah. that was a tactical error. That was but, a definite tactical error. <laughs> but what's um, interesting and, is Matt is in our industry. That is becoming more common than not. Uh, many, many. Uh, kind of a little, a little more common. I, I still had fairly late in the game, even when compared to our colleagues. Um, but as I've said on stage many times, I, I pass on this recommendation to your listeners now. If you believe kids are in your future, have them in your 30s. In Absolutely. your 20s, you don't know anything. And in your 40s, bits are starting to fall off. <laughs> so 30s <laughs> is the sweet spot. Well, it, it's it's so funny you say that because because uh, I I have uh, moments where I I wish I had them younger. Like kids were always on the card, and look, I had mine at thirty four, and but even then, I feel like that is somewhat late in the piece. But that's only when you you know you can always say the grass is always green on the other side. But when you meet people or couples who are already in a long term relationship who had the kids at, at, at twenty six or twenty seven, and they're hitting forty, and their kids are in high school and they've got their own life and you you know, you're just supporting them mm. as you do as a parent, but then sort of the hard yards is so when you do hit 40 and things do fall off, you're not picking up a three-year-old with a crook, you know, three slits, yep. you know, discs in your back going, ah, what am I doing? Well, it's interesting <laughs> yeah. you say that well, because you, I recently, like a couple of days ago, had a chat to my girlfriend about what, what, what the situation with kids and stuff is. And she's very keen to have kids, but at least for not another six years, I'm like, that's 42 for me. I have yeah. I have six years to do some Pilates and get my core really prepped for for being able to yeah. pick kids up. Yeah, core, core's, core's yeah, well, that's the huge thing. one. Ben, you did say the grass is always greener. Yeah, well, uh, anyone who's seen my scalp recently knows that there is no grass, um, yeah. <laughs> and I can't afford reseeding, so no, that's gone. Massive amount of pubes, mass. though, so that's what's important. <laughs> well, I, I can show you if you'd like, but uh, there might be transmitting pornographic material. Um, I I did an ugly bit of maths recently, right? Where I found out one of the one of the trickiest ages uh, to deal with a child is when they're about fourteen. That's when the a lot of the yeah. time the real rebellion kicks in. So when my youngest turns fourteen, I will be sixty, six right. zero <laughs> years old. So. 
yeah. will be calling the police <laughs> fairly regularly because I will need the backup. Yeah, yeah. You just you just call it. You know, said son, I have retired and I don't care anymore. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Because there's that thing where it's like there are moments where it's that awkward age and maybe I'll be probably focusing maybe more on, on and boys than girls. But when, you know, boys to say the age of 12 to 14 where, you know, you know, changes start happening, they're hitting puberty. But I remember with me, I was a pretty big kid, lanky, but tall and starting to get strong. And then, you know, yeah, I had some physical moments with my dad and it's not that he ever hit me or did anything. It was just like, it's the test track here and you have huge fights. But I'm looking at my son now, who's four, who's nearly caught up to his sister, who's seven. I'm looking yeah. at a kid who I reckon at the age of 14 is going to be clocking 80 kilos and have shoulders twice as broad as mine. And I'm like, what am I going to do? Well, train know. him now yeah. to be on your corner, in your corner, like a lion when you get it at a cub, as a, as a cub stage. Learn, make them think that you're completely, they're completely yeah, on your but side. But every teenager yeah, knows we've all gone through it. The rebellion's going to kick in regardless, be it at what age, they will rebel. It's just the, it's the nature uh, of puberty. Then, then maybe a shock collar on his neck. <laughs> yeah, that's more like it. That first piece of advice about getting them on your side, Dill, with all due respect, was very much parenting advice from a non-parent. That's the kind of thing that is a sure. lovely theory. Sure, 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 uh, sure. It's, it's an amazing It's like concept. this wonderful, wonderful Batuta advocate um, uh, post I saw, which was about a uh, uh, couple without kids uh, uh, scoff at the idea of using iPads for children or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah, I saw that one. That was great. That, that one made me laugh because, again, uh, you know, I would never dare say I would ever understand what it's like, but it's so interesting how from an outside looking in when you only see like five minutes of someone's day as a parent, uh, you yep. know, it's hard not to sort of think about what you do in that situation and then you have to slap, I have to slap myself going, you have no fucking good champ. There's yeah. nothing that you can bring to this conversation and, around and that. And for yeah. listeners at home, so beautifully said, Dil, because at the moment now, the, Matt is parenting as we speak. So he's 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 going around his apartment. Here, he's on Zoom with us because we're all still legally locked down. And then he's moving the kids, having a quick chat with here. I, I've got the luxury at the moment that my partner, who has just got off her Zoom meeting, and the fact that we even have enough bandwidth to be able to play Bluey, have a Zoom meeting, and then do a podcast <laughs> is blowing my mind. <laughs> but... Yeah. But, but now I'm unwrapping stickers as we speak. I'm yeah. unwrapping stickers for a six-year-old. And, and I will find these in awkward positions for the next week and a half now that I've unwrapped them. There's just no escaping that. And what, well, and the, what uh, it, I, I think that's a good note at this point to say again, a double thank you, Matt, for jumping in to do this uh, because we can clearly see your hands are full. <laughs> Happy to converse with grown-ups. Happy yeah. to converse with grown-ups. That and I think I think that's I feel like that's a, a bit of a, a running theme because this this lockdown for me is like I feel like I have had more adult conversations probably because I've been speaking because in my head it was going to be for two weeks but now it's just like we've had the kids back at home but also this time around because I've had the sauna knowing that I have built another room at the back of my house has made me realize that I can then just, I, I feel like we've just put a massive extension out the back because, mm. you know, living small and being able to do it is so hard. And then this time around, it, like, you know, I was gearing up for two weeks and now look at us, the sun's shining. We yep. get to go out and we get to perform this weekend. It's just so good. I, I, I can't believe how good it is. Sorry. It's just... So Matt, we need to jump back into the original question from 10 minutes ago, sure. uh, which I detracted from with the age question. Uh, sure. So, yes, where were you at uh, in 2020 physical uh, health-wise and uh, what did you do to transform? Okay. Um, I had been for a long, long time uh, around the 110-kilogram mark. Uh, since the birth of both boys, I, I had been determined that they were not going to have my main primary school issue, which was to be both tall and unco. Um, uh -huh. their, their mother is also six foot tall, so uh, they are going to be big lads. Huge. Uh, so I was, I was constantly getting them out to parks and stuff, getting them into the physical activity. And so started upgrading my fitness a little bit as a result. But then when uh, the first lockdown hit, which rolled pretty quickly into the second one, 
uh, were looking at fitness options, particularly for the boy's mother who had been going to the gym every night. So we, uh, I decided to look a couple of things up. Um, we had a, a PlayStation that had been lying dormant for a long time. And I found uh, a particular game that I've been using five nights a week since about March. Uh, and as a result, I, I'm down to currently, I, I did bounce back a little bit, but I'm currently just over 90 kilos. Wow. Uh, so and, so that's about a 20 kilo turnaround. Like and I, I it, 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 excusing remember. the sort of maybe a little bit over that you've come now, but just effectively from lockdown to, to freedom, it was about 20 kilos. Well, yeah, I, I did actually get down to like 90.001 and then shaved <laughs> my head just to round it off. Um, <laughs> I, th- I think I'm about 92 now. Yeah, um, yeah. And I, but that 20 I kilos is huge. Literally don't I, I literally don't remember the last time I was that weight. Being around, the, at best, around the 100 mark for as long yeah. as I can remember. Well, the premise of this um, so whole podcast I mean, started off with the fact that me and Ben couldn't remember when we were under 100. Might have been our teen year. So there was yeah. a race. So the first of us to get to 100 gets a thousand bucks. And that was really good motivation to get our shit into gear. What was yours? Like, did you have oh. a... So so the PlayStation thing, we, we have to dissect a bit more because I've never heard sure. that. This is what I love about this podcast is we always find new and interesting ways people have found to get healthier. So what was your... Did yeah. you have a goal? Well, no, I was just going to basically see what happened. But here's, here's the thing. Here's where we head to what can be the awkward point because there are certain words that you cannot string together without sounding like a wanker. Like It is literally impossible. For example, anyone who says like kale and goji berry cleanse mm. is going to sound like a wanker. And in this case, the exercise I was doing via the PlayStation was virtual reality boxer sizing. <laughs> Nice. No, but you're very uh, much to, in a safe space clarify. here. You're in a safe space here. I do where need to clarify. It's, not, yeah. not boxing, not yeah. boxing, no. boxer not sizing. Like this, <laughs> this program would send light balls towards me in a 3D fashion that I don't need to smack out of the sky you yeah. know, with different, a different variety of punches. I love this. Um, Just there, there was something it, when I started doing my running app, which was run to uh, couch to five k, which is like slow walks, and then you run a bit and slow walk and run a bit. Someone was saying there's varieties where it's a storyline of a zombie apocalypse in your head. So you're walking, walking, hmm. and suddenly the app says, sure. "Hey, oh my god, there's a zombie after you! Start running, start running!" Like, like it just whatever gets you moving, right? Sure. Well, I mean, even now, my attitude to running is if someone sees me running, they should try and intercept whatever's chasing me. But uh, the box yeah. sizing was something, I, and it, it, it does the, the clever bit of have, keep, you keep score, which, of course, kicks in the competitive part of the brain. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's the, first, it's the first type of exercise that I, I have enjoyed day in, day out for this long, and I can do it at home. And yeah, the whole brilliant. not having to leave the house thing is is really quite the draw card, particularly when I'm looking after the boys. Now and I just, can just, just make on sure the note of, of gamifying, out. just on the note of gamifying exercise and stuff. Even recently, I found that sometimes when I uh, get like unmotivated with the run or whatever, I feel myself being sluggish. Uh, Matt, as a fellow comic book uh, movie fan. Um, I tap into that moment in uh, in Logan uh, where Wolverine in his last ditch, he just gets this surge of you know energy and just starts shredding cunts. <laughs> like I just sure. imagine that I have one minute of just having to tear through some enemies before I can get to my safe space and just start channeling Wolverine. So if you see me at Princess Park grunting and <laughs> flying through the park, that's me thinking that I'm fucking Hugh Jackman in my last ditch effort to save my daughter. <laughs> well, add to that the element of the game that I'm using. You are throwing punches. So every yeah. so often you get in the mindset where you decide one of these coloured balls has uh, made disparaging remarks about your parentage and you just get to throw hands. Right, 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 yeah. right. Do, do the balls become faces? <laughs> yeah. Are you allowed to insert um, faces like, you know, your partner's new, uh, your ex-partner's new partner? <laughs> 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 um 
I, to be honest, I, I'm worried that that might lead me down a dark path, particularly if it took on a rather Pavlovian aspect yeah. of like, the, if, you, if you then see the face in person, the reactions <laughs> might take over. You clock is... them and go, bonus points. What? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Matt, I'm curious because the shadow boxing sounds amazing and it sounds like you uh, found something that works for you. What was the actual, yep. was there an actual trigger point where you thought, well, now I need to start losing weight. Now I need to start bettering myself. Um, apart from the fact that I was getting thoroughly exhausted chasing the boys around, the original intention for this was uh, to set it up for the boy's mother because she had been doing such a full-on fitness regime. And I kind of did a bit of, well, I'll give it a go. Uh, and then after I did it for a little while, I decided, well, now I'm here and we're in lockdown. So I wasn't working. Um, I decided to take it on properly. Did, did six weeks of no carbs and no sugar, absolutely none. Yeah. Um, wow, I, I zero now for six weeks. Yeah. I've now wow. some, that's unsustainable long-term. I brought some of that back, but it was, it was a yes, good of course. kind of jolt to the system to get it started. But it was to the extent, I say zero, but I didn't, I wasn't entirely diligent about every recipe, but the thing that made me laugh in other people's reactions was when I get desperate for something to eat, I would pop up to the 7-Eleven for a sausage roll, but I would peel it. I would peel the pastry mm. off the sausage roll mm. as I was on my way back. And some people would, as I'm walking, because there's a 7-Eleven within walking distance, I'd be walking back to the house and people would look at this freak of a man peeling his sausage roll before he ate it. And I think that they believe that the junkies in this area could stand to lose some weight because I was still fairly porky as I was doing that. Yeah. It's just an odd ritual. And I could, like I said, but, peel it like a banana. Mate, I've done and exactly the, the, the same. The looks getting were impressive. I've done exactly the same with my no carb days where it's just like, you know what? I, I'm going to slightly bend the rules, but I'll still st stick within some of the parameters. So if I'm going to get a sausage yep. roll or a, a meat pie, I believe is what I did at the footy once. I just scooped it out with a spoon, uh, but threw away the pastry. And so, yeah, yeah, it's not ideal, but perfection is overrated because it's just about keeping that momentum going. And also it's putting... Oh, uh, totally if you... Go I was ahead. just going to say, if, if you do give yourself the occasional out, then, you, then you've then got to forgive yourself for that, else it becomes completely derailing. And also, so, and I, I think as well, it's like because you're putting the principles in place and that you are aware of that, you know, you're doing it, that you're not doing carbs and that you're not doing sugars and that, that you're aware of it, that when it does happen, you're actually, you're present enough to go, oh, this is a little bit of sugar, it's not what I want to do, but, you know, I know that I'm not going to then hunt for another bounty bar. I'm not going to head back to 7-Eleven and go, yeah. give me a four litres of Slurpees. So, <laughs> Well, that's it. My, my big thing ever since I, because uh, I, I did heavy touring about uh, slightly under 20 years ago now and set up some really bad habits there, including the point where I was uh, at, at its peak, I was going through like a litre of soft drink every day because I was using sugar to replace sleep yeah um, you're not a big drinker are you and, uh no uh, no you like I'm, your scotch I, as as lightweight with alcohol yeah yes but uh it literally i i start to feel the effects after two so I, i'm never really going to be slamming them back but no from my the bad habits from touring was was soft drink and uh to cut that out as suddenly as i did um was Sorry, I'm now starting the next episode on Disney Plus. There's a quick ad for uh, which one? WandaVision? <laughs> the screen scary series. for the six year old. Um, yeah, so we're leading in with Muppet Babies. We're kind of going to work up towards Muppet uh, towards WandaVision, WandaVision. by Muppet Babies. <laughs> Great. I used to love Muppet Babies. Oh man. The um, uh, my proudest moment was uh, I'm an old fan of The Sopranos, and one episode Sopranos of Muppet Babies, Babies caught. Well, uh, one of the episodes of Muppet Babies taught my three-year-old how to say butter bing. So <laughs> that made me, as a Sopranos fan, club, very happy. The strip club in Sopranos. I'm so glad you're proud of that. Here we go. <laughs> the, um, yeah, so in Ben's question about the actual, the, the, because motivation or rather, I think the why is a very key thing in any kind of habit locking of you know lifestyle changing because with Ben and me the why was if we don't do this workout or if we are not careful on this uh, diet um, 
my mate's going to get a thousand bucks off. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was my why, at sure. least initially, you know? Yeah. So what was your major why? Was it what, because the getting started is the hardest part. I saw someone describing how if your car is stuck, you know, and you, you still have to push it forward. It's the start. That's really hard getting that momentum going. So what was your why in those moments? And also just well, this is the, where lockdown. With, no, just with the lens is that, you know, you're, you're, you're also, you've got the why, but then also you're trying to manage two children and, and co-parenting. So like, if you could speak to that a bit, it would be pretty helpful as well. Well, the, the, the kids were a big reason for the why. I mean, when you've got, uh, as they were five and two at the time, running around a, a playground, uh, you have to keep up. And that's frankly something I wasn't doing. Uh, lockdown hits. Uh, I have a lot of more time in the evening than I used to uh, as a working comic, suddenly not working. So basically, I, I started on the exercise in order to part from anything else. Uh, the, the, theory, the theory was to keep up with the kids, but there was also an, an element of killing time. And then I started seeing the effects. So that's when I kicked in with the, the extra dietary work and that sort of thing. Right, right. So you almost took it like a step-by-step process. In Very a way. much. And the dietary then, then break, let's get into some specifics there. So six weeks of no carbs and no sugar. So what were you yeah. left with? What kind of, did you have a specific meal time? Did you? Uh... Um, I ate with the kids. So um, uh, that, that was the tricky bit was finding something I could snack on lateish because the boys tend to eat about half past five. But it was like <laughs> they, they'd have uh, a stir fry with, uh, on rice or a pasta sauce, uh, meat laden pasta sauce on rice. I would have it on eggs instead, just to right. kind of. Because Ben, uh, you've talked about this, Ben, about being able to uh, uh, the challenges around being a parent, making food for your kids, and then trying to then you know not eat the same thing. Yeah, we, yeah, and we, yeah. we're going through that at the moment, just with just trying to eat a lot less processed foods. Uh, and trying to slowly get a lot of our processed foods out of the cupboard and slowly gradual to just eating, you know, fresh, healthy stuff. But the one I always think about is, yeah, the, the replacement that you, you want to have the same dinner, but the one that we go to quite often is, you know, if you don't want carbs that day, then with spaghetti, spaghetti bolognese, delicious. And we all have spaghetti bolognese, except my noodles are zucchini noodles uh, rather than sure. pasta noodles. noodles. So that's, you know, and I, but it's, I always find it hard because like, if you're all, if you're making five separate, you know, you know, four separate dinners with two kids, you spend an yeah. hour in the kitchen and you're bloody exhausted. That's but, right. You know, by the end, you'll end up going, oh, bugger it, I'll eat this cheesecake. But, you know, like if it, if it can be incorporated, like, you know, and sometimes, you know, sure. I mix the zucchini noodles with the kids' pasta and they don't notice the difference. Particularly, and also uh, when uh, the boys' mother's working and I have to look after them and, and also spend an hour in the kitchen, then inevitably I would come storm, storming out of the kitchen yelling, put him down, he doesn't belong there, as the boys have been left free to interact while I've been distracted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Oh, wow. And so after the six weeks, what was it the slowly? So sorry, you said, sorry, firstly, you were saying you'd replace it with eggs or something like that. So the carbs and stuff. And yeah. uh, so and that's what, pretty what, standard. What, I, I now, what were your healthy when, snacks? When, when it's uh, fruit mainly, um, which was a bit Doesn't of a. Does that come a under sugar for you? But is, is it you mean more processed sugar? Yeah. Um, yeah. I would uh, have uh, a piece of fruit and uh, a, a, a bit of cheese. Was was the uh, Loves. was the go to there? Great combo, great combo, fruit and cheese. Yeah, but so that that's what tended to get me through. But that I found this fascinating because if you if you go from you know not that you went from zero to hundred, but you started pretty quickly, and then if you do the no carbs uh, plus no sugars diet, the weight does drop off quite quickly. So yeah, uh, throughout the period or maybe closer to the six weeks. Because of your age, I'm going to say, uh, because of the maybe <laughs> no hair and glasses, did you come across the, are you okay? <laughs> did you come? Um, well, this is the, the fortunate thing. I had such an awful starting position uh, that I, for example, we have, we have a colleague, uh, Jeff Green, who started Jeff off a Green. lot better than me and, and there's also evaporated weight wise and he he didn't exactly have a lot of excess to begin with no uh, whereas i my, my excess was pretty obvious and so there's still there's still a bit of guttage to go 
um, there, there was there was uh, more, more people thinking I was turning healthier than starting to book a spot at the cancer ward for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, because because I think I mean, the only reason I say that is we we were on the same bill uh, a couple of weeks ago, and you walked in, and a couple of heads did turn. They're like, uh, you know, like is is Matt okay? And it's like, yeah. I, I Why didn't you is. tell me that at the time? I would have done a full catwalk strut. This is not information <laughs> that's useful to me now. Yeah, but then, but then but then you have to wait. You can't say it until you go. Hey, man, what have you been up to? You look great. And you're like, oh, actually, I've been doing the shadow boxing. And oh, there he is. He doesn't have exercise. <laughs> um, the exercising is that what you're continuing to do right now? Yes, uh, I've I've added a few little accoutrements to it. You, you can set your own program, uh, and I've got two two programs I switch between, and I've also added hand and wrist weights. To help keep the toning, I'm in so, a long I'm in a long distance relationship, so I need all the hand and wrist weight <laughs> practice I can get. Well, well hopefully not as well, long as we thought. Might stroke down, but it'll make it more powerful. Um, <laughs> finish him! Finish him! I am trying to. But is is this <laughs> one of these? Is this one of these games? And again, I deal deal is more formidable with the world of gaming and stuff. But can you can you can you can you box? Other people, can you do it with other people online? No, this is this is the point I was making very very much that it is it is not boxing which you can do all that stuff with. It is purely you against these light balls that are thrown at yep. you, where you're either by the jab, hook, uppercut, or the barriers that you have to duck underneath. So the, it, uh, it is. Um, the, there are there are boxing games available, but this is not that. Yeah. So I, I've I've had to eject myself from the gaming world about uh, 15 years ago because of addiction, but uh, addiction to games rather because I have a, I've said this on the podcast before, but I have yeah. a chip tooth from playing Mortal Kombat because I was grinding my teeth so much. Um, so I have issues. Wow. But the question I was getting to was: Is the so it's like the Wii device? Is it like I remember when the Wii came out that you hold it in your hand and you move it around? Is that similar yeah. now with the PlayStation? Is it you get a sort of motion control? Device. Well, if we're going to do if we're going to do the full ad, the uh, the VR yes, setup, yes. you have you have the helmet, you have the uh, the camera. Helmet, because we'd also uh, well, it's virtual reality. You don't want to get boxed it's, in your um, head, man. Oh, so hang on, so it's, it's in your frame. It's in, it's covering your eyes. Yes. Can you do uh, us a favor? Do you have effect. do you have video footage? Then you ask one of your your sons to to film it and send <laughs> us because I want to <laughs> see what this looks like. Because this yeah. is a this is we're hitting new ground for me and Ben. We've never this come is, across this. This is proper virtual reality. Well, you can actually see what the gameplay looks like on YouTube if you search Box VR as all one oh, word okay. Box VR there. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I, I don't I don't tend to pull the helmet out in front of the boys because. Uh, kids younger than 12 are not supposed to use it. And I think that uh, would be a bit too cruel to show here's how much fun dad's having and you can't have any. Yeah. So, also, you don't know what um, you don't, you don't, you got to be careful what they go back to tell the, their mother. How is dad? Well, <laughs> he, he put on a helmet and he thinks he's fighting aliens. We think he might not be okay. <laughs> but then, but then your partner sure. probably goes, well, classic Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let, let, let's not have um, involuntary mental health commitment uh, on the table just yet. Yeah. Um, so, no, I, I tend to do it after they've gone to bed. Uh, yeah. But you, you have the, the, the VR helmet, there's a, a camera, and you, you have what they call the PlayStation Move controllers. Uh, so right. one of those in each hand and the camera to help track the movements. And, um, yeah, I also have uh, various hand and wrist weights that, that put on between an extra... Uh, 750 grams to kilo and a half on each hand, depending on the program I'm using. Two questions. So how long does a session go for? Do you do it daily? And uh, is there any other type of exercise that you've dabbled in and then you decided box exercise was the best one to go in terms of the virtual reality exercising? Uh, I do about five nights a week, maybe six. Um I forgot what the middle question was. In terms yeah, of how, 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 um, how long does a session go for? Oh, uh, if I'm using the heavier hand weights, it'll be half an hour. If I'm using the lighter hand weights, 45 minutes. Fuck, this um, is incredible. This is genuinely, I'm not even like trying to sound uh, like, yeah, I just, just haven't come across it. Yeah, it's just amazing because it makes so much sense, especially in a lockdown world. Because yeah. Well, that's why I did you, the research. 
Yeah, man, because not only are you stuck at home, but you're you're actually then something we've said many times before, Ben, is that to try and find something where the fitness is the bonus, what you're actually doing is for different reasons. You're doing it yeah. because you either like, I think with people talk about tap dancing or for me running or whatever, squash. I'm doing it for that squash for Ben, you know, but mm. the fitness that comes a lot, or rather the, 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 the biological effects of it is the extra. You're not going to lose weight as in you're not going to do it to lose weight. You're doing it because you find it fun. So this is what I'm loving about this process is that, yeah, if you're a gamer and and you've got that option, they've made it, they've used all the the tricks and tools of, of getting people addicted to video games to, you know, coupling it with something that actually causes physical benefit. Yeah. From what I understand, yeah. uh, if you have the, the PC setup rather than the, the PlayStation setup, there are also more options in terms of backgrounds, uh, r- rooms you can pretend, pretend to be working out in and yeah. programs you can set and that sort of thing. The, the, the PlayStation version is starting to show its age a little bit, but it's still right. very much doing the job. But the thing with the PC um, is, though, I'm just not a fan. You just can't say anything anymore when you have games on the pc it's just fucking you know yeah, one of the glorious yeah. days where i can just talk about how i really feel about people of color yeah exactly. there you go i love it matt and i dance around that for some very gingerly oh. we're, we're doing our shadow boxing right now <laughs> I've, I've been like the aryan poster child for most of my life being six foot and white as white can be mm. so th- and now with the skinhead as well you're really bucking the trend there well, this is where I had to go complete skin rather than close cropped hair. I had to go, nah, let's make it the full cue ball. Right, right. Um, and what about that uh, swastika which, tattoo which, that you have on your chest? When are you going to get rid of mark. that? That's a birthmark, and I'd rather not talk about it. But the um, but, 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 the birthright. But that um, <laughs> so birthright. Because I I, rem- <laughs> I remember we were gigging and you then shaved your head uh, the next day and, as a closer. Uh, and uh, I oh, thought you looked you looked like <laughs> no I thought you looked like another comedian um, uh, Peter Burner who we all worked with and uh, yep. and and when I saw you but is this the first time you've actually gone okay well now there was a little bit left there but now this is all done is this the first time you're doing yes. this or, yeah again I, like I, kids I had... you left it way too late <laughs> <laughs> no I had decided uh, when lockdown started and I saw how much of my hair had marched away I thought well if I'm going to pretend this is my decision I'm going to have to do it soon yeah uh, and so I decided next time I was back on stage plus it, it, it does mean I'm going to need to get to organize some new publicity photos soon but it means that those will last me a very long time <laughs> <laughs> Can we spend a couple of minutes on this area then because we got here organically? Uh, uh, ben, you've seemed to continue to have a healthy uh, uh, head of hair there, even at the age of 40. Uh, I've noticed that in the last two years, um, and this might come off as being offensive, Matt, we've talked about this before, that I'm culturally appropriating oh, yeah. boldness. But um, I'm just basing this on the last two, three years of rapid uh, scalping that's happening on my forehead. Like I'm seeing my forehead get ex- expanding quite, uh, you know, in a quicker rate than it used to. So I'm almost anticipating that it's not, I'm not long before I would have no hair uh, or rather have to go down the shaved head route. In fact, it was last year during lockdown when I scalped myself, um, when complete bald, and I used to do it all the time, that Last year when I did it, I noticed that it was coming back in patches. There were very specific patches that had zero hair coming out of it. And I went, oh, right, that's happening. Okay. So question is, did you ever look into any of those things like Rogaine or Regain, uh, which one of the is something that I uh, dabbled in myself? Uh, I'm not sure if it actually is effective for me, but I definitely have tried it. Uh, Is there anything like that that you looked into or did you just accept uh, the 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 alabaster faith that was headed your way and if you want to re- if you I, want to respond to the idea of dill losing his hair you're happy to do that too <laughs> yeah <go for> <laughs> <laughs> no i've done this in person so we've had yeah. that discussion no i um the, the, with my budget with my budgetary constraints the the thing i looked into was a hat uh, <laughs> and i bought one uh that was the extent of it <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> right. That's very good. Okay. Okay. I do like that. I do like that. Um, 
Yep, that's right. So I'm receiving delivery at the moment. Oh, wow. Thank you very much. Amazing. Okay. We're getting everything. We, we're getting the yeah. whole family household. He's he's put his kids in. He's made muffins, which we need to find out whether they're bought or he made them themselves. Cupcakes, mate. Not they were cupcakes. homemade. Uh, homemade also, you didn't notice that one of the kids just escaped the house with the delivery person, but let's just leave it. The, 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 and now he's getting <laughs> well, Amazon I'll deliveries. I'll take in a couple of hours. That's all right. The, um, so... So you just got Amazon, Amazon delivery. This is this is amazing. I love this. This is what was the delivery? Is... If you don't mind us uh, prying, I'm not going to investigate too closely because it is my uh, younger son's birthday tomorrow. Oh, so um, yes. any packages that arrive will stay thoroughly contained. Yes. Yes. For the time yeah. being, because you don't want to give awesome. that away. Because if they do see it, then you have to give it to them there and then. There's no point in wrapping it because it is on for young and old. Exactly right. Exactly right. Is it a matching hat? <laughs> so well considering uh, the size of it. Yeah. So you you basically yeah, well hats were the way to go and then eventually went bang, it's gone. Um but yeah, it's a it is a weird thing of learning to get like you know, it's one of those things, Matt, you and I talked about, which is that initially it's just you just start noticing you get out of the shower and there's more and more scalp that you start seeing and it feels like no, surely not. Like I'm 36. This can't be right. And then suddenly you're like, <laughs> oh God, it's happening more and more. Like, so it's all, and also like every time I shampoo and I look at my hair and I see, I look at my hands and I see the the tufts of hair that I, I'm like, oh, motherfucker, I just fixed, I just got healthier with the physical, the neck down aspect of yeah. things. Why am I losing the top? Sure. Well, in my case, it was uh, stepping out of the shower uh, directly under a downlight in the bathroom yeah. with the hair a little bit spring up and you just yeah. see that first very clear outline. Oh, mate. And it's, uh, yeah. it became apparent that actually I, I had a relatively reasonable shaped head. Yes. Uh, so that I, yeah. wasn't, I wasn't entirely reluctant to, yeah. to get rid of it. And you don't it, have it, those issues where a friend of mine who shaved his head uh, discovered that he didn't have a double crown. He had a triple crown and it looks weird. <laughs> right. No, well, I, I haven't looked from behind, which is where you would spot the crowns a little bit more. But um, so far, no one's uh, screamed and thrown rocks at me to, to drive the beast away. So I reckon I might have yeah. gotten away with it. In a world of body acceptance and body, uh, like anti-body shaming movements that are around on Instagram and the world in general, I find that balding is one of the last bastions that seems still still seem to be copying it. Do you know what I mean? Like people seem comfortable to shame or make fun of people's baldness, even though that is still a natural, like occurring thing that can affect people's, um, you know, confidence and self-esteem. I I, I agree, deal. Fun of comorbids. Say again, sorry, we both said the same thing. I missed it. Uh, Matt, I was just going to say, I even now, particularly, I make fun of comb overs because of the level right. of denial involved. Uh, the fact that right. the comb over is something that should not exist anymore. Everyone who has a comb over now has grown up seeing other people's comb overs. So no one should yeah. then be deciding, right. yeah, but I can carry that off. But actual boredness, no, nah, particularly I'm working on the routine now to, to celebrate, find fellow bald bastards in the audience when I'm yes. on stage and actually celebrate the, uh, the, the naked head. Well, and I think that's I think that's that's where I agree, deal. There's a lot of shaming, but it's not actually because it's it's the shaming of make the decision let it go that's where the shaming is like it's just like you're holding on these tufts of tiny little bits of hair and you're combing it over that once people go the whole hog and they shave it off you're like oh therefore you made the decision you've jumped over to the next side which is unfair because people want to hold on to their hair as long but as but also like. i'll add a little addendum because of a friend of mine who has um alopecia and his is a different thing ah. because it's as you said tufts uh because even if he shaves it it still has like grayish like there are bits that are really uh uh naked like as in bald but then there's bits that have a little bit of hair so no matter how much you shave it it doesn't look even so that poor guy has a whole other issue about like he can't grow it he can't shave it you know what i mean he has to constantly wear headgear it's that type of thing that i i i know i'm guilty as anyone is about you know uh, making jokes around that thing but i do find it fascinating that it is something that is again a life a part of you know natural uh something that naturally happens to the body but while we're not making fun of people's you know uh, uh everything changes that are happening as as they age there seems to be a lot of comfort in still making fun of men about their hair yeah. or lack thereof 
and and height as well. I feel like height is still something that people make fun of that feels a little unfair. Yeah, but short people shouldn't be such cunts. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. The yeah. irony of a tall time. We've got that. another trip to the post. Hold on. <laughs> the, another um, delivery going on. Another delivery. Oh my God! Aren't you the best dad ever? It's Thank great. Well, he's but he's, he's, he's organized. I get the claim credit. Thank you. He's organized. Because then, then you he, had some questions about the uh, parenting around the cupcakes. Um, well, it's just uh, my question is about because I I wasn't sure whether you had bought the cupcakes or that you had made uh, your cupcakes. Uh, what's in the cupcakes? Um, thank you for the assumption that I would be capable of making cupcakes without the fire department getting involved. No, the boy's mother made those. Uh, and so uh, I have nice. no idea as to the arcane mysteries of their of their content. They are um, they, they are a great snack. They are a great snack food and also ones great ones to then put in snap lock bags and then frit because I've I've become we've become the fan. My partner does a Again, uh, does a lot of the cooking, but it's it's the accessibility of you know we do Vegemite scrolls, we do sometimes we do cinnamon scrolls, or you then do fruit bread, and just to be able to just have like a whole stash and go, it's not the same crackers and cheese. It's like oh, you've yeah. got this, and you can just pull it out. And now with the weather, you can put it out for five minutes and it defrosts itself. But but yeah, that's that's good. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, Matt Elbury, so we're coming towards the tail end of the podcast, uh, and feel free to. Uh, answer uh, or not divulge too much but obviously um, it's interesting uh going through a uh separation is obviously has its uh can take well, i'm assuming takes its toll on on any person uh have you found strategies that helped you get through that as well as did you find that exercise did uh contribute to that uh sort of getting through some of the challenges around separation uh, a little bit, uh, frankly, uh, um, without going into too forensic detail, mm -hmm. uh, it was more that lockdown kind of forced an admission on the situation rather right. than uh, setting any particular problems in motion. It didn't cause the cracks, it just kind of moved them open. Yep. So um, most Which of we've the heard focus a lot about. of, yeah, so most of the focus has been uh, logistical and making sure the boys are all right. And we seem to have done pretty well in that department. Yeah, great. So, it's, it's nice to hear a positive story about that, that you've been you, working uh, Yeah. Do you have any practices around things like uh, that, that are uh, for mental health? Is there like a, a journaling, a meditation, um, um, writing process, like anything like that should you do? Well, I, I, my main income while the live scene fires up again has been writing, so that's kind of taken up. But my main focus has been uh, just getting back in touch with people. And uh, this this is happening uh, during lockdown as well, where I was renewing acquaintances and that sort of thing. And my, my son, Eamon, is here because he's asking what all the packages, or maybe who all the packages are for. I'm just going to say, I don't know, mate. We're going to look into it later on. There you go. So cute. So, so cute. Um, can't believe you lie to so, your children. Yeah, as a as a non-parent, let me just say I am so offended that you would lie to your children. Yeah, it's yeah, so funny because because I feel like the authority on this. You're copying that at this yeah. end, Matt, and I, I I'm copying with the, when are you getting off the laptop? My Zoom meeting for school is at eleven thirty. <laughs> ah, there you go. And you know what I'm copying? Just my nap is getting delayed. <laughs> Yeah, you're not making friends with that sort of talk, Bill. You're not making friends with that sort of talk at all. All right. You know what I do? I just sleep sleep it off if just I feel worried about losing friends. Um, no, sorry, Matt, you were saying, yeah, so uh, you, your own sort of writing has, um, the work that you're doing on writing has been helpful to, to sort of focus. Yeah, plus uh, getting back in touch with people. As I said, I was kind of reaching out more uh as an overt coping strategy, both for myself and from other people, I could see through social media were having a hard time. So I was uh, just spending more time getting in direct touch, either, either by voice rather than text, and um, renew, renewing friendships and acquaintanceships. So that has been one of the big things: is just social contact. Yeah, and that's it, that seems to be uh, common for a lot of people. I'm I'm one where you know I went to a fortieth on Friday before lockdown, and I think if it wasn't for reconnecting with people over the last uh, twelve months in lockdown, I'm not sure if I would have even been invited to that fortieth. So, yeah, I totally understand. 
Yeah. No, hang on. What what are the kids saying? We, we, shall we get them on as well? We? <laughs> um, they, or is that going to open up a can of worms? Work for... A good space to probably maybe wrap it up. Yeah. Or just one last one last question is one thing that I love asking about is uh, uh, treats and vices and things like that. So, uh, what are your go to? Uh, are you a sweets or savory? Is it chips? Is it uh, fried chicken? What's your favorite sort of uh, binge item? Definitely savoury, uh, and just to be depressingly average, pizza has always been depressingly my, uh, average dangerous. pizza. Is that like deep dish pizza, just a new one called depressingly average pizza? <laughs> it was more the approach than the actual uh, pizza itself. But yes, it was uh, so pizza always it, been. You and I both live in the city. What are your some of your go to uh, places to to get that shit on? Uh, around the corner from where I live is uh, a place called 11-inch pizza. So there's any number of dirty jokes that can come from that, but they do very fine work. Ooh, all right. 11-inch pizza. I'm gonna go, I'll, I'll look at that for my next cheat day. There you go. Matt Ellsbury, thank you so much for joining us, thank Matt. You, I'll Matt. let you go back to the family. What, uh, what can you plug where people can find you? Uh, at the moment, uh, yeah, the, the scene is still refining its feet after last year's dramas, but I will be uh, on at the Fairfield Hotel on March 10th with uh, Dave O'Neill and Dave Thornton. Yeah, fun. The fun house. So that should be fun. Nice yeah, one. Great. Um, and what, what about before. social media? Is it just Facebook, Instagram, Twitter? What are the places they can find you uh, to seek you out? Instagram. Instagram and Facebook, Matt Ellsbury, Twitter at Think for a Sec. Think for a Sec. Think right. for a Sec. I like that. Yeah. Um, quick plugs. I'm about to lose my bandwidth. I can hear my daughter uh, logging on to school right now. Um, oh, wow. Dill, uh, you've got dates in Adelaide. Yeah. So uh, if you look, this is, comes out uh, on the Friday, the 19th. Me and Dave Thornton are performing as of tonight till the following Sunday, uh, our show Detour, which is a two half an hour uh, spots. Uh, and we're really excited to be in Adelaide, uh, given the craziness of the world. But also Melbourne Comedy Festival tickets are on sale right now. Uh, and all details at uh, dillrookj.com. If you want to find out. Um, yes. Uh, awesome stuff. Go uh, check out Dill. Uh, it's very exciting that he is off to Adelaide. So Adelaide Fitbit fans, go go check him out. Um, the other one is as well, I'm doing a show uh, with uh, Josh Earl um, called, apparently it's uh, again uh, at the Imperial Hotel, 9.30 from the 6th to the 18th. Uh, the weekends are filling up because our venue isn't very big. So if you want to get in quick, get in now. Um, and a massive shout out to all our Fitbetrions that arrived after our last sauna episode. Thank you for joining. Thanks for coming across. Only $5 a month, um, and you can listen to the backlog of episodes. We've got another one coming out very soon this month, but we can't thank you enough for your support uh, throughout not only last year, but even then, you're staying on board, and more of you are coming on, and we absolutely love it. So Patreon uh, slash FitBetPod if you want to join uh, for the 5 bucks a month. Excellent stuff. Thank you, Matt Ellsbury. Thanks, Matt. Uh, really Thank appreciate you, you taking the time out of uh, your busy morning with the kids. So much appreciated, and, bro. And we'll uh, we'll see you we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. No way. Bye.